Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. If you're a lightworker who currently works in an unfulfilling nine to five job and dream of the time where you can quit your full-time job and follow your spiritual based purpose full-time, then this is the perfect episode for you. My approach to making the transition from working a full-time job to working our life purpose full-time is very balanced. I don't believe that we need to just quit everything and just trust that 
the angels and the universe will show up and take care of everything. I believe that yes, the universe will come in and support us, but we also need to make a plan in supporting ourselves as well and make this transition as effortless as possible. And Jordan Candlish has a similar approach to mine. Jordan Candlish is a former accountant who left his full-time job and became a life purpose coach, guiding unfulfilled professionals to following their life purpose as well. And in this interview, he shares with us the exact process that he follows to do that. And the most important aspect of this process is learning to be happy in your existing job before you're ready to move on. You're going to learn tactical tips to find your life purpose. You'll learn how to be happy in your nine to five job anyway. You'll learn how to make it work working two jobs at the same time before you're ready to make the transition full time following your purpose. As well as you'll learn Jordan's step-by-step -step process to transitioning from his nine to five job to following his life purpose full time. If you'd like to join me live for one of the recordings of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, be sure to follow me on Instagram at George Lizos and join my Facebook groups, Your Spiritual Toolkit and Elemental Communication. I'm so excited for you to dive into this interview, Lightworker, and I'm also very excited to see you make your own transition into following your purpose full time and shining your light in the world. Enjoy this interview with Jordan Candlish. I'm so excited to have here with me Jordan Candlish. Jordan is a former accountant turned life purpose coach, podcast host, semi-professional footballer and founder of State Shifters, a holistic wellness site dedicated to helping people unify mind, body and soul so they can live with passion and purpose. Jordan left his corporate accounting job in 2017 and moved to Toronto, Canada to work alongside other health and wellness experts, life coaches, and entrepreneurs. He now works with unfulfilled professionals who are looking for more meaning and fulfillment in their lives through his unique form of coaching and mentorship. Jordan, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. It's an absolute pleasure, George. I really appreciate you bringing me on here, and I'm very excited to have a conversation with you. So, yeah, thanks so much, man. And I gotta say, I was really looking forward to our conversation because I have been someone who has worked a full-time job in the corporate sector while eventually transitioning to being self-employed and teaching people about their life purpose as well. So I know this will be a very interesting conversation between the two of us. Now, I wanna go to the beginning. I wanna start from the, from the beginning. So you trained as an accountant, you got a corporate job. Could you give me the story of what got you to make this shift within you that you went like, okay, it's time for me to quit and do what I love full time? Mm, yeah, it, it, was, it was a gradual shift, I would say, because when I started my graduate accounting job, you know, coming out of university, you know, I got a job at Deloitte, which is one of the biggest accounting firms mm. in the world. And they're actually a consulting firm. And when I started working, you know, obviously it's a very exciting time because you're going into your first full-time job. You've just come out of university. It's sort of like, it's kind of like you're going back to school. I had a graduate cohort with me. And it's, it's a very exciting and, and new transition in life. And it was kind of, I'd just come back from uh, traveling the world. I was on exchange in Canada where I was in Toronto studying and then I traveled around the US afterwards. So I'd just come off the back of this amazing trip where I'd been traveling for six months. Um, 
and dive straight into my first full-time job. And it was kind of within that first month where I was, I was in the tax department and I was given, you know, all these exams to start studying for. I was given all my textbooks, yeah, literally like school, um, and given the most boring jobs to do. And I just started to like, it, from my excitement level, just started to slowly, slowly drop. And I would just leave work feeling so drained and, and, and tired because my mind was just so unstimulated. I was like, this is, this is not exciting stuff at all. It was just lots of listening, lots of trying to like learn information I didn't care about. Um, and that kind of began this kind of questioning for me. I was like, I just, I'm really hating this. I was looking around, is anyone, is anyone else hating this as well? And everyone else, you know, who was around my age was feeling the same way. And I was just like, this is, this is, can't be it. Like, does it get any better than this? Um, so kind of like a few months went by where I started to, you know, get given better tasks, but it's still, it's still tax, man, tax accounting. Like it's not that exciting stuff. And that's where I began just thinking, why did I choose this path? Like, was this my decision or was I just following what my parents thought I should do? Like, because your parents just want you to be secure and, and, and safe in life. And they said to me, just, you know, get a good job, make lots of money. And, and that's kind of the essence of life. I was never told to, to follow my passions or find meaning and purpose and, and uncover unique gifts. So I began doing that myself. You know, while I was working at Deloitte, I just began this kind of journey of self-discovery to find out what my purpose was, like what, my, what were my passions? Like if I wasn't going to work this job, what, what would I do with my life? And, you know, I started meditating. I started doing a lot of yoga. I started to incorporate, you know, the spiritual component into my life. And when I did that, um, it really opened up a different dimension to me, a, a dimension that, you know, I hadn't touched on before. And, and I started to cultivate feelings of passion, purpose, fulfillment around my workday so that when I arrived to work, I'd already filled myself up with these elevated emotions so that people started to notice a shift in my energy. I wasn't complaining anymore. I was like, okay, this is how it is for now, but I'm going to make time around my workday to follow the things that I enjoy doing, which was healthy living, which was exercise, which was, you know, going to, going to yoga classes, playing soccer, semi-pro. And when I, when I started doing these things, man, shifts started happening inside. Mm. And, and Eckhart Tolle was such a big impact on my life. And he always said, you know, your primary purpose in life is to be here, be now, to be present in this moment. This is all, this is all of our purpose. Our primary purpose is to be here. Your secondary purpose comes from your primary purpose. Once you fulfill your primary purpose, your secondary purpose will come from that. And your secondary purpose is what you do on an external level, what you do for work, what, what you do as an activity or your hobby. That's your secondary purpose. So once I mastered the primary purpose, which was, which was be present, be here, accept my conditions for what they were, don't complain. Um, things just started opening up. A different hmm. dimension to living opened up. And the time came in 2017 where it was, I was about a year and eight months into my graduate program. I knew the time was right, man. I knew I had reached a stage in my life where I was ready to take a leap of faith and, and really follow my heart and do, and, and do what I loved. And I wanted to come out to Toronto and pursue this passion for health and wellness and and, and helping and helping and inspiring others through my podcast and through my content to really go within and, and, and reach, reach your potential because we should, we're all capable of so much more than we think. Yet we just settle for lives of mediocrity because we listen to what other people say or, or we buy into the beliefs of society saying, you know, you've got to go to university and then work for a corporation. Nah, man, <laughs> I didn't buy into that. I couldn't accept that. 
So yeah, now here I am in Toronto. I've been here uh, about 17 months now. Um, it's been a wild, wild ride so far, and I've had just an absolute blast. So yeah, I'm pitching myself every day. So what I loved about what you shared is that you actually made the shift because many people feel the shift, but not many people have the courage to do it. So I don't know how the situation is um, where you grew up, but in Cyprus, for example, there are three or maximum four uh, occupations someone can do to, to be seen as worthy in society. One of them yeah, is accounting yeah. and finance. The <laughs> other thing is to be an engineer. The other thing is to be a lawyer or a doctor. Anything yeah. else, you're done. There's sort so, of like that in India as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. India is similar. I've spoken to a few Indian friends and they say it's similar, you know, lawyer, doctor or engineer, otherwise you're a failure. <laughs> and interesting, my dad is a chartered accountant. We have a family business. He has like an accounting office that I was expected as well to take over mm. uh, while growing up. So I definitely feel your struggle with regards to that. And however, many people are in this situation where they do what their parents tell them, they follow the and the tide, they do what's expected of them to get the good job, to get the money, and they feel this, this struggle, but they don't find the courage to take different action, to go and follow their purpose, to see something different, to even consider what makes them happy. They don't, mm. they don't make the connection between their life, their job, and happiness. They just see the job as just something that they have to do without um, taking into consideration the happiness factor. What was it that you feel in you that caused you to make the shift that other people don't make? Mm. It, it, was, it was a great quote. I can't remember who made the quote, but it, was, um, it really stuck with me. It was, it's, it's, it's that which you do not hate, you'll eventually tolerate. And for me, too many people tolerate their life circumstances. Could you like, repeat that? Because it just got cut a little bit. It goes, that which you do not hate, you mm -hmm. will eventually tolerate. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I hated the fact that I was not reaching my full potential. I was at work. I knew I was capable of so much more than what I was doing, and I hated that. My biggest fear is not reaching my potential in life. And if, if you don't hate the fact that you aren't waking up every day and giving absolutely everything and loving what you do and kind of like impacting people, then... You're gonna to you're gonna to tolerate your work, and that's what happens to people. They just tolerate their kind of meet like their mundane living. Go to a desk, nine to five, check in, check out, and that's it. They just accept it. I, I couldn't accept that. I couldn't. So that's where that drive came for me to want to find out what why am I here? What is my gift? You know, I know I'm capable of so much more than this, but how, how am I gonna find find that and then share that with others through my passions? Mm. Um, so yeah, it really came from that, man. You, you got you to have the drive to want to know you're capable of more and then pursue it. Yeah, many Is of that us what just... happened to you as well? Did that happen to you as well? Similar, similar situation. Oh, yeah. So I went, yeah. uh, I studied so many different things before I decided and I realized that my life purpose had to do with spirituality. I studied yeah. geography for my bachelor's degree. Then I did a business uh, degree in business management. And then I was meant to go into uh, like management consulting and all the consulting services. Mm. But thankfully, I was lucky enough to get a job at Hay House in London, yeah, nice. which was the best Amazing. possible corporate job I could take because that meant I could meditate whenever I wanted to. I oh, could have an mate. altar on my desk. So <laughs> I didn't that? get a normal <laughs> 9 to 5 job, but it was at Hay House, which for many people is not really like, I mean, it was work, but 
I could bring in myself into that. But again, Correct. eventually, yeah. I loved the work, but I hated the nine to five. So for mm -hmm. me, the freedom was breaking off from the nine to five structure mm -hmm. and getting to set up my own schedule. So, mm -hmm. but what was important for me then, and I'm sure it was for you, and I want you to talk uh, to us about it. It was being happy where I was, being happy in an uncomfortable situation, in a not 100% ideal situation, and learning to love all aspects of my work, despite not it being 100% of what I wanted to do. So mm. you have a beautiful article on your website all about learning to find fulfillment in your current job, a job that you may not necessarily like, that could potentially be your outlet to receiving mm. the guidance in following your purpose full time. Mm. So could you run us, run us through the, 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 the shifts in your perspective or the practices that you used while working your soul-crushing corporate job that allowed you to be more upbeat. You mentioned a few in the beginning, but you want to go deeper on that. For sure, man. And, and thanks very much for reading that article because, you know, I, when I wrote that article, I really wanted to just get this, get this stuff down because I was so amazed by the, the shifts that were happening in my life when I started to incorporate some habits and routines and rituals into my day. And, you know, I kind of put them all into this article because I, I just wanted to, to share it with people so they can, you know, incorporate the same thing. And, and basically what I did was, you know, while I was at my accounting job, because I was given such like <laughs> mundane tasks, like literally just data entry, I was able to kind of listen to podcasts at the same time. So mm -hmm. I was listening to, you know, like Tim Ferriss's podcast, or yes. like the School of Greatness podcast with Lewis Howes. And he was bringing on guests who were successful entrepreneurs, authors, athletes, people who were just like at the top of their game. And, and I love the questions around like, you know, what does your morning look like? He, they, he would ask these, these, these guests, what does your morning look like? And I was just like finding these patterns or these kind of these um, correlations between successful people and fulfilled people and their routines, rituals and habits. And I just started like plugging and playing, literally taking their habits, putting it into my routine. And the consistent patterns were, you know, meditation. Like they all meditated, you know, every single one of them woke up early and had some sort of mindfulness practice in their day. So I just started doing that before I went to work. I started meditating. I taught myself how to meditate, tried a whole bunch of different guided meditations until I finally found the one that worked for me. I started consistent theme. Um, I was always into fitness. So exercise and, and healthy living was already, I already kind of covered that aspect, but I made some shifts to my diet, which had a massive impact on my energy. And, and, and that's such a powerful thing, man. Everything is energy and vibration. So if you can shit, find a way to raise your vibration and bring a different energy to your work, um, you're going to open up different parts of your mind. You're going to open up more creativity, more inspiration is going to flow through you. This can't happen if you're eating bad food, not exercising, not creating the space mentally through meditation to allow fresh perspectives to come through. Like to hear your inner voice, to tap into your intuition, you have to get rid of all the blocks mental blocks, physical blocks, energy blocks that are stopping you from hearing that guidance. And when I did that, when I cleared all those blocks, um, man, I started to get, get this guidance. Like this, 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 these downloads would come to me like, Oh, I need it. I need it. I need to do this. And, and my, my, my kind of the moment I knew I needed to leave my job actually came to me while traveling in Thailand. I was, I was on holiday with my girlfriend. I was sitting watching an amazing sunset at a beach and it just, I just knew, I was like, this, yeah. this is, I, know, I know I need to leave now. I, I was just, it was just a feeling. 
and nature for me was such a big teacher man i would go out and just sit in nature after work i'll go down to the beach and watch a sunset and it created so much stillness in my mind um that just allowed allowed me to really tap into tap into spiritual wisdom high guidance whatever you want to call it um it's just a combination of all those things man just creating space in my life to allow that kind of inspiration to come through you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's amazing how we have all the answers around us. It's just a matter of having the willingness to get them. Like even while yeah. working, like listening to those podcasts and getting these fresh ideas in your mind, like step by step, opening you up to new practices, to new techniques, to new guidance that eventually mm. allow you to make this transition. So what basically what you just demonstrated is the step by step gradual process through which this transition happened. Because many people expect that, okay, it's going to be like a quantum leap. I'm going to wake up one day and I'm going to have this huge epiphany. That, okay. I'm just going to transform my entire life. But what you just told us was it was a very gradual process of first being willing to listen to podcasts and then listening to episode after episode, trying different practices until you found what works best for you, getting out in nature. And then eventually you have this natural, uh, not, not epiphany, natural understanding that Correct. it's the next logical step for me to just leave this job. Now, how do yeah. we know? How do we know? if the guidance we're receiving comes from our ego or from source? That's a really good question. I think if you have to like justify something, chances mm. are it's not the right decision. Like if you, you just know, like the, the heart knows, but the, the ego will come in and be like, oh, nah, but what if I don't make enough money? Or what if things yes. don't work out? Or I've got great benefits here. You know, the, the ego will always get in the way. You, you intuitively know. You know what I mean? And most people yeah. make excuses why they can't do it. And I, I intuitively knew for a, for a while, it, it wasn't until I created that kind of, it was, it was just became a knowing it became, it was, it was courage. I was building courage essentially. And it got to a, pl a point where I built my courage muscle up to a point where I knew I was ready to take that step into the unknown. Mm. If you are not ready to, to make little shifts today, into the unknown or get out of your comfort zone, you are not ready to make a big shift, which is leave a job or travel to the other side of the world. For me, the start with the little shifts, get outside mm. of your comfort zone daily, build the courage muscle, and then you will know. When your courage is so strong, you, you will know. Okay, it, it actually got to the point where it was literally not a big deal. I was like, I was telling people, I'm gonna quit my job and move to the other side of the world, and it didn't phase me at all. 
but everyone was like, oh, wow, like, oh, are you excited? Are you nervous? I was like, no, I don't know. I just know this is the right direction. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say really focus on building courage and intuitively you, you, you'll always know. And uh, if you have to justify something, uh, chances are your mind, it's not the, it's not the right thing. I love it. I, I, yeah. I think about this as training the ego in a way. Like, yeah. well, try this ego step by step. Like, <laughs> try this shift, get comfortable yeah. in that, and then you try something bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you do something similar? What, what Did you have to build some courage up before uh, you took a leap of faith? So basically, I was working a full-time job, nine to five, and then I was working my spiritual business, this business, part-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would go to work nine to five. I would come home at around 7 p.m., and then work until midnight. And that went on for three years. Fulfilling, but exhausting, because it meant that I had no weekends. I spent all my weekends working. I had no friends. I had no social life. It was just work, 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 yeah, work. Yeah. And then nature was important for me as well, because I went to, uh, to a retreat in Glastonbury for a few days. And I had a past life regression. And long story short, Amazing. I came yeah. up with the regression. And I had this realization that, I kept projecting my happiness in the future. I was like, okay, when I leave my job, I'm going to do this. When I leave my job, I'm going to be happy. When I leave my job, I'll be able to do that. And then I realized I can actually, I'm able to leave my job. It was a step-by-step process in the sense of I had been working for three years. I had built uh, my platform. I had built uh, my audience. I was really ready to make the leap. But something was, was holding me back. My fear was holding me back. So nature as well helped me come to this realization that it's time for me to go. But even when I made the realization, I took a whole year to make a plan, an exit plan. Just because like you, I'm very analytical, business-minded. So I wanted to make sure I had a financial plan in place in case things didn't work out. Which is my question to you. Did you do something similar? Did you plan in any ways? What was going on in your head um, in the time leaving your job? What was the journey for you? Yeah, like I'm never going to be someone to say to everyone, oh, you should just quit your job and do what you love full time and just, (laughs) you know, take that leap of faith without having some sort of backing. Hmm. I mean, if you don't have money in the bank and you quit your job and you have no idea what you're going to do, yeah. Like you're just setting yourself up for stress <gasps> <Yes>. <laughs> and anxiety. I, I, ha- I had set myself up in terms of, I, I had money saved. You know what I mean? Like I had done the necessary financial investment, financial management or planning to know that when I move out to Toronto, I have some money behind me to give myself some time to figure out what I wanted to do. I didn't know what it was yet, but I just wanted to give myself some security to know that I had some time to, Settle in. I don't have to worry about stressing about money just yet, um, and that and that's very important. Mm. You have to you have to be sensible about it. <laughs> um, so I would say do some necessary like a lot of it comes down to finances. If you can manage your finances correctly, like I obviously I studied accounting and finance, so this stuff was something that I, I'd studied for. But if you have not, if you've never listened to, you never, you never take notice into the finance side of things of your life, then. Buy a book. Like to me, Tony Robbins' book, um, Money Master the Game, is such yes. a great, wait, great place to start. Like, again, I didn't mention reading, I, I mentioned podcasts. Like, I read a lot of books. Like, I was a voracious reader. So I, I went through a shit ton of books and I, I got a lot of knowledge from that. Uh, and, and that's what I would say to other people as well read books. Like, if you're not good at finance, read, read finance books. Learn to invest your money. Learn to, to take care of your basic needs first. 
so that when you do take a leap of faith, it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to be stressing out or getting anxious because that's just going to set yourself up for failure. Like fa failing to plan is like planning to fail. <laughs> I love that you're talking about this because a common misconception in the spiritual community is that oh, you're just going to quit your job and the angels will come in and take yeah. care of everything, but that's yeah. not how it works. It's yes, not, yeah. the universe will show up for you, but we have to show up for ourselves as well. But not many people like to talk about financial planning and like transitioning step by step and making sure you have things in place. So just people just quit their jobs, fail, and then realize, okay, I'm a failure. I'm not supposed to do this. And they go back to a soul draining job. So I love that you mentioned um, Tony Robbins book. For me, it was uh, the Wealth Chef book by Ann mm. Wilson which was all about, because I realized I did a master's degree in business management at the top university in the UK, Imperial College. I'm actually wearing my Imperial College London <laughs> hoodie <it>. right now. <laughs> but I, had, had, I knew nothing about personal finance. I knew how to manage big corporations yeah. and how to do their accounting and management and all that. But nobody told me anything about how to manage my personal finance. Personal finance, yeah. So, it wasn't until I read Wealth Chef and another book called Profit First that I was able to learn about budgeting and how to, uh, to micromanage basically my finances and uh, ensure I had a plan in place that made me feel safe so I could make this transition. 100%. So yeah, very yeah. important to, for people to read books and educate themselves and get really real with their spirituality because yes, we are spiritual beings, but we're spiritual beings in a physical world. We need Correct, to know man. how so to work glad you, I'm so glad you've mentioned that and spoken about that because, yeah, like you said, a lot of people in this community choose to ignore that fact. Like, business is so important. Like, I, for me, if you can integrate consciousness and spirituality into the business world, that is where we're going to impact the most change. Like, yes, I've seen far too many yogis, spiritual leaders, just with, with like, no money. Like yes. I, because I, I, I dived into that world for the first six to twelve months while I was here. Like, there's, it's, there's so many people in the spiritual community, yet none of them have figured out how to integrate mm. business and spirituality. So, and some have, and a lot are starting to do that. But this is where the education around business is so important, and we shouldn't ignore that fact. Like, like you said, and like you are doing, which is why this is so important that we talk about this stuff because. You know, if we're going to impact and impact change and create global shifts in consciousness, it's going to require us to understand money and business, because wealth is is going to need to shift from the hands of these you know ego driven business leaders into the conscious driven, purpose driven leaders. Uh, and for that to happen, we need to we need to yeah we need to take acknowledge that fact that money is sacred, money is important. So yeah, well said. Amen to that. Amen mm. to that because. Um, in the spiritual community, we have this perception of money that it's bad, that yeah. only, 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 only evil people make money and you need to like mm. step on other people to make money because that's what we, were, that, that's what we see in the world. Correct. But it's up to us to take this tool that is money and just use it in a conscious way. Mm. And um, the, the analogy, not the analogy, the, the way I like to explain this to people is the more money you make, the more you can help others. Because, yes, if you're the most spiritual person in the world and you have all the tools in the world, you can't reach the people you want to reach and that will benefit from that. If you don't know how to market yourself, 
if you know so how true. to, you don't know how to run a business. So true. Okay, let's talk about how to find your purpose because we all talk about purpose, purpose, purpose. But what if we don't know what our purpose is?、Mm. What is your process? Yeah, man, it's, it, this was a, this is a powerful one because I've spent like a lot of time trying to understand the process behind unlocking someone's purpose. And for me, it's it's asking the right questions to yourself.、Hmm. And it started for me about getting super clear on what my passions were, acknowledging what I was passionate about, and then actually making an effort to follow curiosities or passions. Like you、mm-hmm. can just call them curiosities. Yeah, I love like, that. I don't know what I'm passionate. I don't know what I'm passionate about. People say,、oh, "I've got like six passions." Well, start making time to follow these curiosities and see where it takes you. Because purpose comes for me when you can serve someone else through your passions. You are serving something greater than yourself through your unique gifts. And to un- to unlock your unique gifts, you actually have to <laughs> take time out and follow those curiosities. Because you might try a certain a few things and realize, "Ah,、oh, that's not really for me." Like. You know, I went down the path of like following like social media marketing, digital marketing. Like I enjoyed doing those things, but it wasn't my highest calling. It wasn't、mm. my highest purpose. I wanted to to coach and work with people and transform lives. So, I would say, identify what your passions are, follow them, and then find a way to serve someone else. When you get so good at doing a particular task or activity. People will start asking you for help. They go, "Oh man, can you help me out with this?、Uh-huh. I can see you're really good at that, or you know, you're, you're you're training really hard at the gym. Can you show me how to do that?" You can then serve someone else just by you just doing what you enjoy doing, and all of a sudden you you have a, a reason for doing doing what you're doing higher than yourself. And, and that, to me, that's where that's where all the motivation, like for me, purpose is like unlimited motivation on top on tap. If you unlock your purpose, you get pulled. You're not you're not pushing through life. You're getting pulled through life. So, yeah, follow follow those curiosities and, and really explore your passions. Because when you start to to do that and you you love what you do, then you're gonna find a higher purpose. I love that you use the word curiosity because there is、mm. so little weight on it. Not much expectation.、Mm. It's just a matter of just just being curious about what you like、yeah. and what makes you passionate, and just follow that and see how it works. If it doesn't work, then pivot. Into something else. Again, it's、mm. a gradual process of coming to know your life purpose.、Yeah. It's like、mm. in my experience, I've spent my entire life、um, working on spirituality and doing spiritual stuff, but I only realized that was my purpose until after I graduated from my bachelor's degree, and I realized, okay, that is my purpose. I just haven't been following it and haven't been、yeah. realizing it was my purpose because of like preconceived beliefs that my family. Taught me about spirituality, yeah, so yeah. it's a step-by-step process of opening yourself up. Many people have this sense of、uh, this pressure to get their purpose right instantly, but it's not like that. It's just a journey of happiness. That's it. Well, it goes back to what I said, you know, at the start with Eckhart Tolle and primary purpose. Fulfill the primary purpose first. Like, be here, be, be present.、Now. Yeah. Once you do that, like I'm, I'm telling you, different, like a different dimension will open up. And you will start to see things more clearly. You see, ah,、oh, like I want to go down this direction, or I want to go like take this class, or do read this book, and, and you just intuitively follow、yeah. these these inclinations.、Yeah. You can only tap into that that inner guidance when you fulfill the primary purpose. Be present, meditate, go out to nature, still quiet the mind. 
this is this is primary. This is number one. Primary purpose for everyone, and then uh, secondary purpose is unique for all of us based on our uh, unique gifts. That comes through being present and Correct. connecting Correct. to our intuition. Yes. Yes. Okay. My final question has to do with the friends and the people we have to like leave from, like leave when mm. we um, when we mm. make this transition because we become different people. Like yeah. you leave a corporate job working for Deloitte and then you go and teach people how to find their purpose. Clearly, some people will react. Clearly, you, would, you won't get along with certain people. And sometimes mm. people use this as a fear and an obstacle to making this transition. They yeah. don't want to lose their friends. So how do you deal with that? How did you deal with that? Yeah, man. This, uh, no one's ever asked me this question. And I'm, I'm really glad you did because... It's, it's an inevitable part of the journey. When you take mm. this journey of, of inner work, and, and I call it like leveling up. When you raise yes. your vibration, you level up, um, people are gonna let it get left behind in your life. It's, it's just, that's just how it is. And you know, like I had to say no to going out and drinking alcohol on the weekends. Not because, you know, I, I um, didn't want, not because I wanted to go out and drink, it's, I just did, didn't vibe with that stuff anymore. I didn't resonate with going out and getting drunk on weekends and partying. Mm. So my friends that did that, I just naturally didn't hang out with them as much anymore yeah. because I realized my, our friendship was based on that. So mm. the people who are important in your life, the people who are willing to support you and grow with you will stay in your life. The ones who aren't, unfortunately they, they will get left behind and you can't pull, you can't carry people with you. It's just a, it's just a simple fact of the matter. Um, and you have to take care of your own, personal growth and development first before you can help someone who may not be ready because someone has to be ready before you can go, Hey man, come meditate or let's go to yoga. If someone's like, oh, man, I don't want to fucking go to yoga. They're not ready. <laughs> and that's not your responsibility. You know, we can only help someone if they're ready to be helped. Um, and that was something that I had to learn along the way and man, like parents, my parents, that, that was the hardest part for me was mm. they just didn't, didn't understand. They didn't understand for all of us, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And that was such a hard thing, you know, telling my dad, you know, oh, dad, I'm going to, I'm going to quit my, quit my job and go to Canada and, and just explore, you know, follow my passions for, for health and wellness because all he saw was, you know, a secure pathway to earning good, a good salary. I had this amazing job and he just, he didn't, he couldn't see it from my perspective, but I saw it from his perspective and all he wanted was me to be safe and happy. And because I saw it from his perspective, I was able to forgive him for, for getting angry at me. And now my dad, mom and dad are my biggest supporters, man. And the people in my life who are my, who are my biggest supporters are the ones who have realized that, you know, I, I'm not doing this for me. It's for a higher purpose. You know, this is, this is, this is what I, I, I'm living my highest truth. You know, I have absolutely no regrets and I would have had regrets if I had stayed in my corporate job and not followed that, that, that desire for not followed my heart. So mm. people are going to, people are going to come and go out of your life. It's just a, it's just a part of the journey. And I've met so many amazing people along the way. So uh, yeah, w wins and losses along the way, but that's just a part of it, man. Yeah. That's the most important yeah. thing. What you just said in the end, that more people will come in eventually. So yeah. all the fear that people have, like, I'm going to lose my friends. Well, as you just said, they, the friends that really matter are few and they always stay and follow you because they want to grow with you and they want to be there and support you no matter what. And then 
those other friends you get to meet along the way as well. As you change, the universe will match you up, must match you up with other like-minded people. Jordan, thank you so much for joining me live for the recording of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. It's been such a wonderful uh, time chatting with you and getting to uh, learn about your journey. I thought it was just me. Maybe it's running from business to spirituality, yeah. but I'm so glad <laughs> to found someone who has done it as well. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure so many people uh, have benefited from this watching live, watching, uh, listening to the podcast um, episode as well and watching this replay. Thank you so much and wishing you the most beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.